It's April the 5th. Let's read the Bible. Friends, welcome back to this year-long adventure. We're riding the Bible bus all the way from Genesis to Revelation. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for liking these videos. Thank you for subscribing to the YouTube and Rumble channels. Thank you for telling your friends about this. And thank you for your words of encouragement, your comments. Thank you very much for praying for us. It means a great deal. This is the story of Samson. Yesterday, the beginning of the story. Today, the end of the story. Judges 15 and 16. When we left Samson yesterday, he had um, he, he, ooh, he had gone down there and found a Philistine woman. And then he killed the lion. Then he scooped the honey out of the carcass, which involved touching a dead body, which was uh, forbidden by the law. Didn't tell his parents about it. And then there's that riddle. And then there's the, there's the threat by the Philistine men to Samson's wife. And then, then she weeps and weeps and nags and cajoles. And finally he tells her. And then Samson blows up and, and kills those 30 men. And now there's going to be, be nothing but trouble. And yet, and yet, you know, there are some people of the Bible, some men and women who are and yet men and women. Samson is one of those and yet kind of guys. And yet God used him. Let's just read the story and see how it plays out. Judges 15. Later on, during the wheat harvest, Samson took a young goat as a gift and visited his wife. I want to go to my wife in her room, he said, but her father would not let him enter. I was sure you hated her, her father said, so I gave her to one of the men who accompanied you. Isn't her younger sister more beautiful than she is? Why not take her instead? Samson said to them, this time I will be blameless when I harm the Philistines. So he went out and caught 300 foxes. He took torches, turned the foxes tail to tail, put a torch between each pair of tails. Then he ignited the torches and released the foxes into the standing grain of the Philistine. Philistines. He burned the piles of grain and the standing grain as well as the vineyards and the olive groves. And remember, this is during the time of the wheat harvest. So the Philistines said, who did this? They were told it was Samson, the Timonite's son-in-law, because he took Samson's wife and gave her to his companions. So the Philistines went to her father and her mother, her father went to her and her father and burned them to death. Then Samson told them, because you did this, I swear that I won't rest till I've taken vengeance on you. He tore them limb from limb and then went down and stayed in the cave at the rock of Etam. The Philistines went up, camped in Judah and raided Lehi. So the men of Judah said, why have you attacked us? They replied, we've come to tie Samson up and pay him back for what he did to us. Then 3,000 men of Judah went to the cave at the rock of Etam and they said to Samson, don't you realize that the Philistines rule us? What have you done to us? I have done to them what they did to me, he answered. They said to him, we've come to tie you up and hand you over to the Philistines. Then Samson told them, swear to me that you yourselves won't kill me. No, they said, we won't kill you, but we will tie you up securely and hand you over to them. So they tied him up with two new ropes and led him away from the rock. When he came to Lehi, the Philistines came to meet him shouting. The Spirit of the Lord came powerfully on him and the ropes that were on his arms and wrists became like burnt flax and fell off. He found a fresh jawbone of a donkey, reached out his hand, took it, and killed a thousand men with it. Then Samson said, With the jawbone of a donkey I have piled them in heaps. With the jawbone of a donkey I have killed a thousand men. 
When he finished speaking, he threw away the jawbone and named that place Jawbone Hill. He became very thirsty and called out to the Lord, You have accomplished this great victory through your servant. Must I die now of thirst and fall into the hands of the uncircumcised? So God split a hollow place in the ground at Lehi. The water came out of it. After Samson drank, drank, his strength returned and he revived. That is why they named it Hakor Spring, which is still in Lehi today. Then he judged Israel 20 years in the days of the Philistines. Chapter 16. And we just jumped now 20 years. Samson went to Gaza, where he saw a prostitute and went to bed with her. When the Gazites heard that Samson was there, they surrounded the place and waited in ambush for him all that night at the city gate. They kept quiet all night, saying, Let's wait until dawn, then we will kill him. But Samson stayed in bed only until midnight. He got up, took hold of the doors of the city gate along with the two gate posts, and pulled them out, bar and all. He put them on his shoulders and took them to the top of the mountain overlooking Hebron. Sometime later, he fell in love with a woman named Delilah, who lived in the Sorek Valley. The Philistine leaders went to her and said, Persuade him to tell you where his great strength comes from, so we can overpower him, tie him up, and make him helpless. Each of us will then give you 1,100 pieces of silver. So Delilah said to Samson, Please tell me, where does your great strength come from? How could, you, how could someone tie you up and make you helpless? Samson told her, If they tie me up with seven fresh bowstrings, that have not been dried. I will become weak and be like any other man. The Philistine leaders brought her seven fresh bowstrings that had not been dried, and she tied him up with them. While the men in ambush were waiting in her room, she called out to him, Samson, the Philistines are here. But he snapped the bowstrings as a strand of yarn snaps when it touches fire. The secret of his strength remained unknown. Then Samson said to then Delilah said to Samson, You've mocked me and told me lies. Won't you please tell me how you can be tied up? He told her, If they tie me up with new ropes that have never been used, I will become weak and be like any other man. Delilah took new ropes, tied him up with them, and shouted, Samson, the Philistines are here. But while the men in ambush were waiting in a room, he snapped the ropes off his arms like a thread. Then Delilah said to Samson, You have mocked me all along and told me lies. Tell me how you can be tied up. He told her, If you weave the seven braids on my head into the fabric on a loom. She fastened the braids. She fastened the braids with a pin and called to him, Samson, the Philistines are here. He awoke from his sleep and pulled out the pin with the loom and the web. How can you say I love you? She told him, When your heart is not with me, this is the third time you have mocked me and not told me what makes your strength so great. Because she nagged him day after day and pleaded with him until she wore him out, he told her the whole truth and said to her, My hair has never been cut, because I am a Nazarite to God from birth. If I am shaved, my strength will leave me, and I will become weak and be like any other man. When Delilah realized that he had told her the whole truth, she sent this message to the Philistine leaders, Come one more time, for he has told me the whole truth. The Philistine leaders came to her and brought the silver with them. Then she let him fall asleep on her lap and called a man to shave off the seven braids on his head. In this way, she made him helpless, and his strength left him. Then she cried, Samson, the Philistines are here. When he awoke from his sleep, he said, I will escape as he did before and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left 
him. The Philistines seized him and gouged out his eyes. They brought him down to Gaza and bound him with bronze shackles, and he was forced to grind grain in the prison. But his hair began to grow back after it had been shaved. Now the Philistine leaders gathered together to offer great sacrifice to their god Dagon. They rejoiced and said, Our God has handed our enemy Samson over to us. When the people saw him, they praised their God and said, Our God has handed over to us our enemy who has destroyed our land and who multiplied our dead. When they were in good spirits, they said, Bring Samson here to entertain us. So they brought Samson from prison, and he entertained them. They had him stand between the pillars. Samson said to the young man who was leading him by the hand, Lead me where I can feel the pillars supporting the temple so I can lean against them. The temple was full of men and women. All the leaders of the Philistines were there, and about 3,000 men and women were on the roof watching Samson entertain them. He called out to the Lord, Lord God, please remember me. Strengthen me, God, just once more. With one act of vengeance, let me pay back the Philistines for my two eyes. Samson took hold of the two middle pillars supporting the temple and leaned against them, one on his right hand and one on his left. Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. He pushed with all his might, and the temple fell on the leaders and all the people in it. And those he killed at his death were more than those he had killed in his life. Then his brothers and his father's whole family came down, carried him back, and buried him between Zorah and Eshtaol in the tomb of his father Manoah. So he judged Israel 20 years. What shall we say about this man, Samson? Two things and two things only. He was flawed and very imperfect, impulsive, lacking in self-control, given to anger, given to lust. He made so many mistakes in his life. And, and that can't be overlooked. But the great thing is, he was a man of faith. God took a very imperfect man like Samson and used him to deliver his people. And you know what you have from the end of this story? And this last prayer of Samson, this is not exactly a beautiful prayer. It's not like, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. It's let me have vengeance on my enemies. It's, a, it's not a great prayer. And yet God heard it and honored it and answered it. Samson is the ultimate comeback kid. After he had blown it and lost everything, his hair began to grow out. He turned back to God. He sought the Lord. And here's the good news. Returning to the Lord does not depend on our performance. Thank God for that. It depends on the grace of God, the mercy of God, the faithfulness of God, the kindness of God. If Samson turned to the Lord and found grace again, we can find it too. So go out today, all of us imperfect people. Remember, Samson made the book too. He's also in Hebrews 11. Let's go out, imperfect as we are. Let's live for the Lord. Let's do our best to serve Him. And let's be men and women of faith. And let us understand it's all by grace from first to last. It's not by what we do. 
It's what God does in us, with us, through us, and for us by His amazing grace. And in that spirit, hope and truth, go out and have a great day. Come back, folks. We're almost finished with the book of Judges, but uh, we got some bad stuff to wade through before we get to the end of the book. So come on back, and we'll wade right into it tomorrow. God bless.